Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. So you go in, and they want to vaccinate your dog. Um, And you just are there because your dog needs help now, needs something looked at now. So you've got two avenues. Number one, I would say, if they come at it and say it's the law, you have the information because you've already looked it up that says it's not a law. It is the decision of that clinic, which they have the right. But you want to point out, is it? And and always the best thing to do is ask a question instead of coming at them and saying, no, that's not true. Say, is it is it the law? Because as I interpret or as I read this statute right here, maybe you haven't seen it, doctor. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not what it says. That's that's not really what it says. Is Am I reading this correctly? And it's not very long. Let them read it. Okay. Then if they push back on that, you can come and say, well, how is you giving my dog or or I I might ask this first. So what's the fear is is the fear that my dog is has rabies and it's going to bite you. And then you're going to get rabies. Is that the fear? Because that's really what I hear the fear is. So I would ask them that question. Is that the fear? And if they say yes, say feel free to muzzle my dog. Or, yeah, and if they say no, then then it's like, well, what what is the fear then? Well, and then then you can say, but if you give my dog a vaccine now, it will not elicit a response. That's how how did you say it? It will not even do anything for five the days. Then won't matter response for at least five days to several weeks. And I'm out of here. I'm not even around here. So why why are we doing this? Not to mention that rabies is basically um, non-existent in North America anyway. I mean, Canada has already been proclaimed rabies-free. So really the, the risk of rabies, unless you have a dog that's been running out in the woods unsupervised for six months, the risk of anything like that is basically zero. So, so what's the, I mean, and then they'll say, well, it was eradicated because of the vaccine. And then that's an argument that has nothing to do with why you're there to start with. It's not that that's not true, but it, even if they go there, like, like, well, that doesn't have anything to do with why I'm here and my dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right. So I, and you know, like, like my friend was saying, what are we supposed to do? And I said, we have to speak up. We have to push back. They have to see that they're losing business because of that. And we don't just continue on. She was like, but I didn't know what to do for my dog. It was labored breathing. She's looking at me like, help me. And I said, but what did the vets do? They did nothing. They put her down. And I said, so. Go ahead. No, I just said, so it wasn't like you found that this vet was going to bring your dog back to life and everything was going to be fine. 
yes, she could have died at home. It could have been a lot more uh, painful for the dog. Less I mean, they, right, 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 right. So they put her down. I get that. Um, but it, but so there was a sort of illusion in her mind that oh my gosh, I don't want to get another dog because I don't want to have to go through this. You had the dog for fifteen years. Now I will say. Um, and what I meant by that is you had the dog for 15 years and you knew what to do. Um, but I will say she had another bad incident where she took her in for a dental and they pulled 24 teeth out of this dog's head before they ever even contacted her. She did throw a stink about that and they fired that. The same vet? No, this was a different vet. This is the same dog um years ago and she's and and she did complain and threw a stink and they did fire that vet but i guarantee that vet just went to another place but come on you're gonna pull that many teeth out of a dog's mouth without talking to the the owner yeah ridiculous well the other thing too that asking if your dog's vaccinated or uh, current on shots or whatever. That's a standard intake question that, that anywhere I've ever been has asked. If you don't want to face that fight, just say, yeah, she's current on everything. These vets who are in the traditional world who just want to come and kill you and take you out, silence you, destroy your reputation. Yeah, just- but they, they can't, I mean, they can't do any, they can't do anything. So yeah, but why didn't that vet just pick up the phone and call Dr. Jason and say because he's an asshole? You are cussing. You said you stopped. That's not a that's not a cuss word. That's a descriptive word, which I like. (laughs) I like it. I I think he's a sphincter hole. (laughs) There you go. He's a sphincter hole. Yeah. Well, and I told you I got on his website and their huge their their big stick is start early with preventatives, which basically means vaccinate for everything, give uh flea and tick preventatives for everything, give heartworm um all, all year round uh and start as early as possible. Start at 8 weeks and do all these things. So I mean, that's what that's the basis of their of their whole message. So of course they're going to jump up and down and yell and scream. And how dare anyone say that uh, vaccines are questionable or unsafe or not effective or not required by law, because that's, that's what their whole message and clinic is based on. And if a clinic has got 20 vets, it's probably corporate. (laughs) You think? So, I mean, you know, that's that's what they're going to say. And yeah, it was it was incredibly unethical and uh, unprofessional for them to not if they were that concerned about it, they should have picked up the phone and called her and asked her what she really said and what her opinion, what her real view was. And and then if they still felt the need to file a complaint, then fine. Well, the thing about it is, is that. All the of fact these. that you can do that kind of stuff anonymously, it's the same as, as like cyberbullying. You know, people say stuff online that they would never say to somebody's face because they they have this cloak of anonymity that they don't have to, uh, you know, they can hide behind and don't have any fear of repercussions. It's kind of like business re- reviews. The businesses have no recourse. 
there was the longest time where you couldn't even respond. You couldn't say anything. You you can't get them removed and you can't say you can't tell your side of the story. So people could just make stuff up and put it on Google and as like as if it was true. It, you know, there's no and it's anonymous if you want it to be and you have no recourse. You can't do anything about it. But if this vet thought that he was so right and so righteous, don't you think he would have signed his name to it? Why in the world would well, would would he? Well, he probably didn't want us going back and doing the same to him. What, putting a bad review up? <laughs> yeah. Brian actually walks right by their clinic every day. I said, would you mind just throwing some eggs? Oh gosh. I mean it's just it's just horrible. And um but but the problem is is that we as pet parents do not push back because of some sort of fear, right? We do not we silently don't do it. They work for you. You don't work for them. That's not the way it, it looks. That is I not know, the way it looks. I know, but that's why I'm that's why I'm saying it. I mean, who's the one that's paying who's paying who? If you're paying them, then you have you have every say in what goes on and what happens. And you have every right to question anything they say, anything they tell you to do. You you have every right to ask any question you want. And if you don't get a satisfactory answer, you have every right to walk out and go somewhere else. And, you know, I mean, you're the one writing the check. So they work for you. And if if they don't want to play ball that way then go somewhere else i was talking to one of my customers the other day and she's about my mom's age and she said no i don't vax absolutely not and she said i said well who's the vet that you use and she told me and she said yeah she does vaccines but she knows not to question me she knows that i'm not gonna do it and we have that understanding so there are yeah. some of those vets still out there but you have to go find them well, and you have to you have to stand your ground. I mean, and I'm not saying be a jerk about it. I'm saying, you know, go go well armed. And, you know, this is this is what I do. This is what I believe in. And please don't um, badger me about it because I'm not going to change my mind. And if you don't, if you're not going to um, help me with the services that I need, I will find somebody that will. Well, it's not, it, it's not a belief, though. You know, you and I have talked about this. People believe in vaccines or they don't believe in vaccines. It's not a belief. It's an educated decision. And that's really where you need to get to. Not a belief. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, that's true. This is this is what I know. This is what I have learned. This is the cold, hard facts of the matter. So, you know. Well, if you connect the dots, Niels, like what we just outlined about what is the law what is going on in your clinic uh how does this relate to my dog today because if you want to shoot them up they're not going to elicit a response for five days i mean what if you really try to connect the dots it does not make sense it doesn't the problem is we don't want to take the time to connect dots it's inconvenient. And 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 the problem sometimes is this. If we find out that things aren't the way that we quote unquote believe, it changes everything. And we have to act a different way. We have to 
um, move in the world in a different way. And that can be uncomfortable. And that right there, and you my have friend, to take responsibility for what you've done that you now know is not right. This told yes, it's it's totally different. I don't get why people have a problem with that. I mean, you know, you you know better, you do better. You do something, you have to take take responsibility for it. Well, okay, yeah, I did that, but I didn't know. I know now. I won't do it again. You know, I don't understand why people have so much problem with that. It's it's like everybody's so frail now. Nobody has any any strength of character or you know desire to learn the truth or or do better but you never see anybody going from anti-vax to pro-vax once you're anti-vax you never go the other way around that flow it only goes one way well and and just one step further if you could take a look at the ingredients and then parse out the ingredients and say what do these do in the body maybe you don't even know maybe you don't even maybe yeah you think it's more, like, that's that's something that the vet doesn't know ask them what's in there the majority of them will tell you they're saline and an antigen which is you know if that's all it was it probably it wouldn't do any good what they don't do any good anyway but it it wouldn't do any good but it wouldn't wouldn't be nearly as dangerous if that's all it was but that's not all that's in it and they're all all of them are different and don't be fooled by the mercury free thimerosal free thing they're labeled that way but that just means that they were put that it was put in at a different part of the production line and it doesn't have to be on the label anymore it's still in there it was just used at a different step in production. And so it doesn't have to be on the label. Right. And there's also typically genomycin in there. What is that? An antibiotic. Right. They, they talk there's about all the, kinds of there's formaldehyde. There's, um, you know, there, there's all kinds of crap in there. There's borax. aluminum, there's mercury, there's, um, borax. God, Dr. Timpin, he's got a list of like 40 things in there that are added, added in. And they're all, every single one of them is toxic. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 uh, we harp on this all the time and we harp on this all the time because we see hundreds of dogs, if not thousands, <laughs> um, just what we do every year where people are coming over and they're like, my dog's skin has turned black because they're itching so much. Really? Why is your dog itching? Well, they have allergies, so they need to be on side of point. Well, why do they have allergies? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that what mean? Does that mean? Um, and, and, or, or my dog was just di uh, diagnosed with I IBD or I, you know, EPI. And I always say to yeah. people, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that EPI is not serious. What I'm saying is if your dog is on kibble and you've been diagnosed with, or your dog's been diagnosed with EPI, get off the kibble get off the hills get off the canned and get on a, a species appropriate diet because a lot of times neely when we're looking at epi it's just they can't digest the crap that they're being fed to tell people what epi is endochromatic uh 
it's what's the first endocrine Endoc- pan- uh, pan- pancreatic insufficiency. insufficiency why do you make me say these big long words hey you do that to me <laughs> you put me on the spot and i'm like uh <laughs> i look that up <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it's that it's a it's a problem where they cannot it's, absorb. They don't food. absorb nutrients. Yeah, but but think about this. I mean, when you're eating a kibble, they're not absorbing the nutrients. They're well, not there's a, not any there's not any nutrients to absorb. It's well, all maybe, crap. Maybe they're absorbing crap and they're regurgitating and shooting it out the back end uh, because and losing weight because it's crap. It's sphincter food. But let's don't let's yeah. don't look at that. Let's just give you a pill for EPI and a in a prescription kibble that will make it worse. I always ask that question. Were you do, what what were was your dog eating when you got diagnosed with EPI? And then they say, "Oh, well, I need a a low protein or I need something that's I'm like, you need tripe. <laughs> you need real food that's what you need yeah yeah and that's what neely can help you with all right neely's got her new website it's called wholeanimalwellness.com wholeanimalwellness.com super easy it's a one pager right now so all you got to do is go over there and sign up (laughs) yeah but you can see her and i'm still making sure all the buttons work so (laughs) so (laughs) if you if um I love, you, your, I love your I love your chat feature. Through, it, yeah, that works. We tried that out. But if you go through and something doesn't you don't hear back from me, go through uh go through rawdogfoodandco.com and uh I'll get you that way. But I'm still working out the kinks. But yeah, pretty excited. Yeah, she's over on my site still, um in our health experts section that you can uh find Miss Neely and she will help you. And she will give you the the rod to learn to be a great fisherman. She won't just give you to fish. And then <laughs> then you will stick with the diet. You will not um you will not uh be insecure about feeding raw. You won't be able to be knocked off your uh rock of Gibraltar. You will be confident in your raw feeding journey. And I think when you start seeing the dramatically positive changes in your dog. You won't ever go back. Now, some people do, and I just can't help those. But some people do go back, and then they start seeing issues. And sometimes it even takes longer to get them back to normal um, or back to good, I should say, um, when they do that. But that's 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 totally up to you. As long as you are informed, as long as you know the pros and the cons, as long as you um, make that decision with the education that you need all's good right you can't say you didn't know if you've been listening to the podcast you know yep you know and and i don't know maybe that's going to cause people to turn us off i don't want to know anymore it's too scary stop it you people you people are crazy (laughs) we've been we've been called worse So Brian says to me the other day, he said, hey, you've got some competition. And I said, what do you mean? He goes in the very pointed uh, opinions category. And I was like, am I opinionated? (laughs) He was like, "Uh, yeah, you are kind of. And I said, oh, okay." He goes, what does he mean? Well, he was talking about um, 
he's in a lot of different groups and actually we're getting, he's going to moderate. We're getting ready to have the raw dog food truth uh, Facebook group. That's going to launch in, in a short amount of time and he's going to be in there moderating, but he, he was in another group where a moderator got fired. And I said, why did she get fired? And he said, because she's very um, direct in her opinions. And I said, and they didn't like that. And they said, this particular group did not like that. They didn't want. Must be raw, fed, and nerdy. They don't like anybody that doesn't oh. preach what they say. Well, <laughs> I mean, we we might be accused of that too. And and most of these groups that are raw are going to have a rule <laughs> that says we're not gonna we're not gonna promote any kibble in here. We're not gonna have that argument, right? There is no argument that kibble is better or as good as raw yeah i mean what what's the point in having a raw group if you're going to talk about kibble i mean that's just kind of well we're still preaching to the choir we all know that um now people could come over and they might ask their questions but anyway they did end up firing this moderator uh because she was direct and and um so he was i think he was being serious but he was trying to be funny about it maybe telling me that i'm very direct mm -hmm. in my opinions and me and you together mm -hmm. whoa Katie Bar the oh, door. Yeah, we're... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I wonder what I wonder what they would say about me because I think I'm more direct and opinionated than you are. Well, I mean, I'm nice to people. I'm not. I'm not like rude and derogatory and all that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I'm not like I'm not like that. But I, I don't. I, I won't lie to them. Well, first, of you know, all, they're paying listen. me. They're paying me for what I know and for my opinion. And so that's what I'm going to give them. When vets start poo pooing the raw diet. I want people to say, are you raw a phobic? <laughs> is it raw phobic or uh, raw phobic? Which would, is it raw phobic? You know, if we, you're raw phobic. I mean, phobic is a fear or something. They're afraid of raw. They think it's contaminated with bacteria and blah, blah, blah. That would be that yeah. would be the appropriate term. Yeah. I'm not going to advise anybody on what to do when they go to the vet because. Well, too late. We just did a whole podcast on it. I know. But I mean, obviously, I don't have to deal with that very often because I just I don't go. So I get you. I get you. But you are looking for somebody to do a dental. Yeah, I'm going to have to just get the pliers out and do it myself. I think. Oh, gosh. But OK, no, let's don't. We're not, no, mm -mm. we're not going to tell people to do that for sure. No, I'm not telling anybody to do that. <laughs> and if I really thought it was the right thing to do, I'd already done it. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I've never really had, you know, the times that I have had to go for whatever reason. I mean, and I, you know, I, I've had to go for this, that, or the other, and I've not really ever had a problem with it. But, you know, I've never had any. Um, I don't waffle on what I say either. I don't give anybody a, an opening to question me. So, well, the thing about it is that you have an immense amount of education, immense amount of research. It's not as if you're pulling it out of your sphincter. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, and I get it when you're in a when you're in a crisis situation. Believe me, I get it. You're in a crisis situation. You don't know what to do, and your brain turns to mush. Mine does the same thing. When when it's when it's you or your own dog, it's different because your brain just kind of turns off, and you're like, oh my god, what do I do? And um, so you're there for a reason because you didn't know what to do, or you feel like there's an emergency. And then you have this person that is just culturally in a place of authority. That's telling you this, that, or the other. And it is really hard to muster that up and, and, uh, be strong and stand in, stand in your own truth. I get that. It, it is, it, it's hard. I understand that. So, you know, prepare yourself for if you're going to have to be, in that situation so that when when and or if that time arises you're ready and prepared and you can navigate your way through it and you know write stuff down if you have to you know write your bullet points down um and take it with you um you know because it it can be intimidating and it can be difficult and you know we do have cultural norms about how we interact with people and um, those kinds of things. So, you know, prepare yourself. I totally get that. I don't, I'm not trying to be flippant about it. It's a big deal. Um, but you do have to, I mean, you are your dog's advocate. So you do have to stand up for them. Yep. Whatever that looks like for you. You know, some people are better at that than others. And some people are, have a more, pronounced stronger personality presence whatever you want to call it than other people do but you know this is going to be different for everybody so know what your strengths are know what your weaknesses are and and go prepared go forth raw feeders and And don't wait till you're in that crisis situation to be prepared because once you're there once you're once you're there there you will like go all over the place well neely and i have some uh, courses that we're getting ready to launch uh in in not too long of a time we're going to launch those so that you can take these courses you can be extremely educated and confident in your decisions and you know we're always trying to help our pet parents we're in the same boat with you guys we have dogs we have dogs yeah. that we love. We have dogs that are going to, you know, need uh, assistance. But we also want to make sure that the dogs that go in are the same dogs that come out. And what I mean right. by that, right? Um, so anyway, get over to wholeanimalwellness.com. Sign up with Neely Piazza. Uh, get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. You can get your dog on a species-appropriate diet. We're going to make it really easy for you. Pick an HVM, pick a PMR, pick an 80-10-10, and go forth. Uh, we're going to come out with some, uh, we've got some better calculators coming out for you because a lot of people are like, well, what? It, how many ounces does that, you know, equate to in a, in a, in a year? It can be confusing, but we're going to, we're going to do everything we can to make it as easy for you as possible. But we have that chat site. Just pop in there, ask us a question and we'll get back with you. All right. All right, everybody, get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Neely? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That's right. We'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Oh, snap.
Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.